So with everyone's permission, happiest Monday. Monday. Shavua Tov. Today's Shi'ur is dedicated to Elohim Yishmat, Amar Abad Mashiach, Yosef ben Nisan, Nior Abad Yitzchak, Binyamin ben Yitzchak, Yehuda ben David, Yehuda ben David, Rinat Malka Badan, Shimon ben Mishael, Yitzchak ben Shalomo, Yaakov ben Moshe, Yehoshua ben Yitzchak, Binyamin ben David, Rachel bat Yosef, Osnat bat Yehuda, and for their Puash Nemav, Shalomo, Shemuel ben Rachel, Esther bar Chana, Dan ben Esther, Yehuda ben Esther, Yosef ben Yafan, Nisan ben Chana, and Arafan Elahem. So we're learning about Zevada. Zevada literally means a suitcase. It's your luggage. The, the luggage that a person is carrying on their trip whenever you go for a trip. Okay. So, Yadua, let's see. Zevada comes from Zevada, maybe. Because we say Mizvada. Uh, yeah, 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 yes. Like Mizvada in Hebrew, we say Mizvada. It's, a, it's the luggage that you that you carry with you on, on the trip. There you go. So, Yadua Urda Demaite Bashas. It's well known. This is it's a long a story. one. The story in the Gemara is well known. The Marukva, that there was a great rabbi, his name was Marukva. Bishat Ptir Petirato, at the time that he passed away, he did his calculations of all the tzedakah that he gave in his life. He, before he passed away, he was looking back at everything he gave. And the total amount was Shivat Alafim Dinarezahab. The total that he gave out to Tzedakah over his life was 7,000 golden coins. 7,000 expensive golden coins that he gave to Tzedakah. And when he looked at all of this Tzedakah that he gave, he said to himself, The the road ahead of me is long. But unfortunately, my suitcase is too light. Which, Which means that I have a very long trip ahead of me in Olam Haba. I don't have enough mitzvot with me. The the luggage that I'm carrying is in, is too light. So ufalginhu. So what did he say? Ufalginhu lefalgad inichseli tzaka. He said I'm go, I have to leave fifty percent of my estate to tzaka. We discussed because about it. We I need it. which we discussed um, in detail last time, and Pelayot is now going to get more into this topic. But when he saw this, he he took he said. I have to leave my estate to my children, but I need for myself. I, I'm going on a long trip. I need more mitzvot with me. So he cut it in half and he gave 50% to tzedakah. Why? She'af al she'amru, that even though Chachamim said, ha'mevazbez alibazbez yoter mechomesh, a person is not allowed to give more than 20%. Uh, to tzedakah, you cannot give more than 20% of your assets. Zehu mechaim, that's only while a person is alive. Aval bish'at mita mutabra, at the time that a person is passing away, when a person is writing his will and leaving his estate over to his children, you can give more than 20%. Because the reason for not giving more than 20% is you shouldn't come to be in need of tzedakah yourself. But when a person is, is, is leaving this world, they're, they're not going to be coming and asking for tzedakah, so a person is allowed to give even more than 20%. Now, a person has to, to look with his eyes. When we go for travel, we want to travel somewhere. Depending on what kind of a traveling I'm doing, I have to prepare my suitcase and my provisions for this travel. I'm going for one day or two days. Yeah, I just take a carry-on with me and make it very simple. You know, you don't have to check anything in. <laughs> just go on the plane and I come out. 
That if you're going for a long trip, you're going for one month. You have to take everything with you. <laughs> yeah, you have to pack an entire suitcase. You have to make sure that you have enough provisions and that you have everything you need for where you're going. So, so now let's look and think. I'm going on to the eternal life. Where we have an eternal journey ahead of us. We can't count the number of years of this trip that's going to be ahead of us. So, even if we were to live a thousand years in this world, even if we wouldn't not only live till 120, live to a thousand. No matter how much tzedakah I could give, it's not enough. It wouldn't be enough for this journey, for this long, long journey that we had, we have ahead of us. And if a person were to say to himself, you know, now so a person's going to say, no matter how much I give, it's not going to be enough. It's not going to be enough to provide, to have enough zikhut and be deserving enough for for olam haba. So I, I might give up. I might say, well, what's it all worth anyways? I'm not, uh, uh, it's going I want, to expire. I, I, want, I won't even get right? into it. It's, it's like saying, you know, if I'm, if I'm going on a trip for three years, how much can I pack? No matter how much I pack, it's going to finish. And I, I'm going to, to need something that I have to buy over there. And then I have to get over there. So al so, Khan, so, so the only way we can explain this is, Shakadush Baruch Hu Chesed. That God is kind to us and God is good. That whenever, if we go with our suitcase full, if we packed as much as we could, if we did everything that was in our power to do, then Hashem will throw in sweeteners. Right? Right? Hashem will add. Candies. Hashem will, Hashem will add free candies. And he'll, he'll add free because, because at the very least, we did all that we could put in doing. We did all of the effort that we could do. So Hashem also adds so that we have enough to eat. Right? In the end of the day, we're eating at the king's table. We're eating at Hashem's table. So Hashem, of course, provides guests. there for us as well. Yes, But still, you can't, you can't fully say this. It's only if a person does, if you do all that you can, then Hashem gives you also. Then show, Hashem, if you, show that, if you show that you did, and then you show that you put in the effort, and you show that, then Hashem is going to give you. Because in this world, the person said, I love my master, I love Hashem so much. If, if, if I were to be able to, I would do even more. If, I, if only I was able to, I would do even more. Having an extra opportunity to do another mitzvah and to do more is better than the entire olam It's only because Hashem either didn't give me enough years to do more or Hashem didn't give me enough wealth to do more. But therefore, it's, you know, it's, but because I did as much as I could with what Hashem gave me, with the limited time and limited resources Hashem gave me, you know, Hashem adds in extra for us, extra provision so that we have for the entire world to come. 
but lochen harishaim. But it's not that way for the rishaim. Shein osin tov et hashem They don't do that all, all that they're able to. They don't do all that's in their power. What do they get in the world to come? Whatever you did. Whatever you brought with you, that's what you eat. You don't get any extra uh, from Hashem. Hashem doesn't add more. No candies. Yeah, so it's, it's almost like, um, you know, it's, it's like you're going, we're going to a meal. You know, it's like a potluck meal uh, that everybody has to come and everybody has to bring it. If you brought a pot with you, and you get to eat from everybody else also, and you get to eat from everything that's there. But if you don't bring with you, just sit on the side. We're not, not going to give you from ours if you didn't bring yourself. So a person who did all in his power that, that he could in order to do tzedakah, in order to do mitzvot, in this world, when he gets to olam haba, he not only enjoys from what he brought and from his own tzedakah, but also from what Hashem has on the table. Hashem allows him to eat from the table as well. And we have enough for the entire... Uh, journey in the entire eternal journey that we have, but if a person doesn't do, if a person doesn't give, if a person you know he he brought with him uh, you know a bag of chips, he brought himself a couple of sardines that he brought with him. That's what you're gonna sit, get. <laughs> sit on the side, eat whatever you brought. You're you're not eating from the table. You're not eating from what we have. Once what he brought finishes, that neshama has to come back in a gilgul in order to try to do more mitzvot. But maybe he will, after the second time around, maybe if he does enough mitzvot or he, he does serakah, according to his ability, he'll have the zikhut to eat at the table, to have a, to have a seat at Hashem's table. And in the world to come, Hashem doesn't just throw freebies at someone for no reason. You know, and a person can't just say, yeah, I, I live however I want in, in this world. Uh, when I go to there, uh, Hashem's going to take care of me. There's no free rights. <laughs> there's no, there's no free rights. Not there, not <laughs> so it's a beautiful point he makes. If it was possible that there, there would just be charity, you know, free uh, freebies going out. We wouldn't even have to be here in the first place. We just directly go there. Yeah, well, we'll just, just go directly there. <laughs> what, what, what God, the test has, is here to... Exactly. To, what did God put us in this world for? It's so that we can accomplish something, so that we can pass tests. Right, as the Mepharshim explained, according to the Kabbalah, there's a concept in the Zohar that God puts us in this world not because the pleasures of this world are real or that that's what we're looking for. The pleasures of the world to come are the real pleasures that we all aspire to. And God will not give us those pleasures for free. God will not allow us to enjoy Allah for free. Why? Is it because God is cruel or because Hashem is Aqsar? No. The reason is because a person is embarrassed to enjoy from that which he didn't earn. From that which he didn't work for, and that which he didn't do, it's almost, almost, so to speak. You know, you know, the, the Persians we have this in our culture, uh, Mashadis we have this in the, in the culture that you know it's, you you cannot receive something for someone for free. If somebody somebody gives you a gift for free, it's it's wrong. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to to take a gift. 
You can't Tar- give that. Uh, Tar- 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 yeah, you have to tar off. You have to off and then yeah, you have to say, oh, I'm going to do talafi. And I, yeah. Yeah, I, I have to give you back at some point. Because the most embarrassing and degrading thing that could happen to a person is to receive something for free where, without having done something to deserve it or something to earn it or without giving something back uh, to the person who gave you something. So, so the idea of the Kabbalah, it's a very deep idea, the idea of the Zohar, is that in the world to come, it's the same exact thing. The most embarrassing thing that could be for a person is if Hashem gives you, that you receive the pleasure of Olam Haba and you didn't earn it and you didn't deserve it. There's nothing more embarrassing and shameful and degrading that, that a person, he, he won't be able to tolerate the fact that God gave me, but I didn't earn it and I didn't deserve it. So what did Hashem do? Hashem gave, gave us, did us a favor. Hashem put us in this world and gave us the opportunity to pass tests. Hashem gave us the opportunity so to, to do mitzvot no, no. and to do sirakah so that whenever we go to Olam Abba and Hashem gives us Olam yeah, we're not going to be indebted. Yeah, no, no, I earned it. Actually, I earned it because I passed the test in this world. I was deserving of the pleasures of Olam Abba. So, but if a person didn't earn it, right, so, and furthermore, God will say to a person, you had a chance in this world. I gave you the opportunity to earn it. Why didn't you put in the effort? <coughs> What's it like? <coughs> so you see somebody by the beach and he, he opens his wallet. He's taking out all of his uh, gold coins. He's throwing gold coins into the ocean. He's taking out all his dollar bills. He's throwing all of his dollar bills in the ocean. And then he's going around to everybody on the beach. He's saying, I need tzedaka. I need money. I need money. Please, please give me, give, give me money. Oh, <laughs> Everyone's going to yell at him. Are you kidding me? Oh, what are you doing? Oh, he's sitting here oh, <laughs> and he's throwing, <clears throat> throwing money into the ocean. <clears throat> and now you come and ask for tzedakah. No one's going to have mercy on him. No one's going to be gracious to him. So in the same way, Hashem says to, to us when we go to Olam Haba, I gave you a chance. It's not like you didn't have money. You had an opportunity. It's not like you didn't have time to do chesed and to do mitzvot and to do kindnesses in this world. Uh, now you come here, now you're asking for tzedakah, now you're asking me to, to, to give you tzedakah. Here, you had a chance. I gave you an opportunity to do good in this world. We have to grab that opportunity. And if a person comes and says, I had a problem. The, the yeast in the dough. The yeast in the dough is a mashal for the yetzerhara. Right? It blows us up and gives us arrogance. And it prevents us and withholds us from doing mitzvot. No, no, no. The yetzerhara told me I can't. The Yitzhara told me, no. This friend of yeah. mine. <laughs> this friend of he mine said, there when we you're wasting you your time. If you give to somebody else or you do to somebody else, you worked so hard. Uh, and now you're going to give it to somebody else for free. How could you do it? You're going to lose. You're not going to have enough for tomorrow. What if you... You're... So, If only this would save us. This, If only this... Um, argument were to save us in Olam Abba, but it won't. Everybody knows. Someone who makes that argument, 
I'll throw him to the side. Why? <laughs> because we had an opportunity to learn Torah. Everybody had a chance to work and fight the Yetzirah. <coughs> That when we say that a person has released his obligation of giving tzedakah, when he gives ma'aser, we give ma'aser in this world and we did our job in giving tzedakah, that's only as long as we are alive so that we ourselves don't come to, to be in need. But really, the ideal is that we should be able to give as much as we can to Tzedakah, if not more. But when it comes to writing our will, when it comes to the time that, that we're going to go to Lama the first portion has to go to, to my suitcase, to, to, to my luggage. I need mitzvot. According to the blessing that Hashem gave us, in order to do mitzvot with it, to give it to good tzedakah causes, good righteous tzedakah causes. Do a calculation, how much do my children need in order to live with dignity, in order to live with wife. honor? Yeah, also your wife, wife of huh? course, of course. Your wife and your children. But how much do they need? I'm looking at my estate. What's the minimum that they need in order to live with dignity and live with honor? Leave them that much. Right? And, the, and the rest, take for yourself. Right? And the rest, when you give to tzedakah, you're giving to yourself and you're putting in your suitcase for Olam I always say, we have nothing. All a person wants is to leave his wealth to his sons and to his children. And even if a person doesn't wasn't blessed with children, you think about your relative, the, the closest relative, your your wife, your spouse the, the, that you can give to. If you care so much about your relatives, why don't you care about yourself? Right? That you should go to the world to come with an empty suitcase without any mitzvot. He doesn't have the knowledge to give to, 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 to those who are impoverished and in, and in need. And it's a big thing to help forgive his avonot, his sins in the world to come. To give a big, big tzedakah whenever he leaves this world. You have to think about your own neshama as well. At the very least, you shouldn't be less than one of your children. You shouldn't be less than, than one of your inheritors. At the very least, make yourself like one of your children. You're dividing equally amongst you, your children. Add they, yourself they, as one yeah, share. Yeah, add yourself as one share. Wow. To go to tzedakah. At the very least, right? in order to give to, the, to those who are in poor, in order to give for, for people to be able to learn in yeshiva, for kids to be able to learn in yeshiva. Right? And then you're collecting in the world to come. Right? And then you say, cha-ching. Right? Ding, 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 ding,
What benefit is there? You leave it all to your children and then and then you're left impoverished in the world to come? Oh, you're yeah. left with an empty suitcase? <laughs> then we're really poor. And then when you go to Olam Abba, you, you, you just hit yourself over what did I do? Why did I do that? And, and your, your pain, you won't be able to, to relieve that pain from the foolishness of not having given something to Tzedakah whenever you went to Olam Abba. And I have to say that in some ways we have to be jealous of what we see from the Goyim sometimes in this area. When you look at the Goyim, what do they do? You don't see that they leave from their estate, from their will, they leave, leave it for the church, or they leave it for, uh, you know, to do some, some kind of organization that's helping children for cancer research, and uh, you, you don't see that they do it? Why should we be any less? Why should we do any less? It's amazing. And this, when a person gives a true tzedakah before he passes away, it can prevent him from having to come back in a gilgul in this world, to have to come back and collect more. Prepare your suitcase, prepare your provisions. And then a person will enjoy truly in Olam Habab and he will receive an inheritance without any boundaries. Amen. Thank you, Rabbi. Have Rabbi, a wonderful Rabbi, day. Today you were, you were not caressing us. Happiest Monday. Amen.